Are you my podcast? 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 Oh, hey, Mary. Redzinski bear, Mare bear. Kelowna Kuda, hi. (laughs) Hey, girl. What are you doing? Um, I mean, we, I love you so much and I do trust that you also love me so much. And we just, man, just our greetings. It's fun. It feels like we're strangers every time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like people are probably like, who's going to, who's going to try to talk first? Who's going to get it out first? Who's going to say something first? No Um, more than me or you thinking the same thing, but yeah. Hi, welcome to you. Welcome to listeners. Welcome, listeners. Welcome to Are You My Podcast? Are You My Podcast? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we are. are. You know we are. And you're showing it. You're reviewing us and rating us and subscribing. And please keep it up. Please rate and review if you haven't. And um, it really helps us a lot. And five stars and a quick little note about how how fun we are. How we're your gal pals, you know? I know. It honestly warms my heart and gives me purpose. It and does. Please help Mary get out of bed every morning. I, say something. I know. Say something nice. I know. I was going to say that the sunshine isn't enough. I need you guys. So, um, yeah, no, this is, we're doing it. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to talk about today's today's topic film. Yeah. Let's, um, you know, this is, if you are, uh, following us on our social media, um, are you my podcasters is a Facebook page. You can search it ask to join, or you can look on our, are you my podcast Facebook page? And it goes from there. Um, and this is, that's where actually doing this episode came from. So just know that we really, we really do listen. We listen. Um, and then also Instagram at, are you my podcast where we will always tell you what we're watching as well. And also to hear and take suggestions. Um, you know, we are not married obviously to lifetime movies. Yes. We started that with this and married at first sight is obviously on lifetime and it does. And we're not going away from that, but the movie deadly illusions we realize is not on lifetime, but it might mm-hmm. as well have been. Um, it absolutely felt like whatever playbooks the writers use on Lifetime, um, they were also used for this movie. It felt very Lifetime. And I loved, felt- I loved the, I loved it because of that, honestly. Yes, same. Um, there were so many things. And someone said it was like a Lifetime movie on Netflix. And the second I watched it, I was like, oh, that's right. So that is what we are discussing today is Deadly Illusion. The number one, Deadly Illusions. Yes. The number one trending movie on Netflix. Everybody's watching this full-blown shit show of a movie. I know. I saw the things on the Are You My Podcasters page and stuff. And I hadn't really I do like to look through the like the top the trending, you know, Netflix shows and stuff, but I usually end up waiting till the weekend and and like what a cast. Like I didn't realize it was gonna have so many names in it, you know? I know, big names. And yeah. I mean and it was, and listen, I loved every second of it. And I think that it probably was intentionally super cheesy and weird and all these things. But with that cast, you would think kind of that it would be not, che- I don't know. It's, it was, it was, it was a very confusing 
cinematic experience <laughs> I for, it, it for was. all of us. It really, like, I, I definitely, I have a lot of questions. I know? have no answers. Wow. For your, I have I'll zero just, answers. Honestly, sometimes I'm not looking for the answers. Sometimes I'm just looking to see if you have the same questions so that I don't feel like there's something wrong with me. Well, we were, so everyone knows Mary and I were texting last night uh, or when we watched it or a couple nights ago, whatever it was. And I was like, I have so many things to ask you if you figured these things out, blah, blah, blah. But I know that I have to wait. Like we we have a, a pretty hard and fast rule that we won't discuss anything until we actually are recording so that we, it's all natural and, you know, nothing's prepared other than what we do on our own end. Right. Um, so it but it's been hard because I just want somebody to tell me what the fuck I watched. I mean, I'm not that person. You know, mm-hmm. and I think you know that, but that's okay. Um, I think that we're going to get through it together. And I would wager that we both walk away with a little bit more than we came with. You know? Okay. Okay. I think, well, I think, ev- I think everyone's going to. I mean, I, if, if you guys haven't watched this yet, you, sh- uh, you honestly, you should just so you feel that you're up on uh, the, the trending <laughs> Pop culture. Yeah. Phenomenon. I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna not watch Tiger King, right? I mean, same right. thing. Watch Deadly Illusions. Everyone's doing it. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop stop acting like you're better than us. Yeah. And knock just... it off. Indulge. Okay. <laughs> like, get over yes. yourself. Have some wine and yeah. enjoy your life. Maybe some pizza. It's just like you said, the cast, I mean, Kristen Davis, we've got D- wait. Dermot. I wait. same. Oh s- always. Okay. Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney? <laughs> I, it's uh, it's Dermot Mulroney, but then I always fuck that up in my brain. But yeah, and all I can think of, my one of my favorite movies in the whole world, My Best Friend's Wedding. Right. Right. That's I right. I love him well, so much. Why, why do they, they don't look alike, right? Those two, it's just because they have similar sounding Wait, names. So what's people- the other name, say the other one's name? Dylan McDermott. Right. He oh, they man. don't look anything alike. Um but actually they do a little say- bit. I take it back. I just I just Googled and there if you gave me a side by side, I would I'd say they have a little bit of similarities in their facial features. I mean, and they're probably around the same age too. I mean they've been right. in the game about the same amount of time. It's almost like I always did that with um uh, Meryl Streep and Glenn Close in my brain. Even though I know who they are, I always sort of weave them together. Right. This is more I than you it. bargained for. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we had Shanola Hampton, who I love. I was going to say, did you ever know her? Because she was she's shameless. Yes. And I was like, yes, we work together. Right. Not we. I was no, I was not in any scenes with her. All my scenes were with Carl. Um from the show, Ethan, but she it was at the table reads that I would go to, to read my, Ugh. my, my pages. In case anyone is wondering season nine and 10 of shameless, you can see oh me playing God. a real creepy lady boss. And she was just so wonderful. She was like, welcome to shameless. And she just was so sweet. And just like her essence and her aura and whatever all the words are that someone just makes you feel comfortable when you're around. Then that's what I got from her in the like, few minutes oh. in her presence. So that was nice. I love, and- I love hearing that. I literally had a really hard time um, calling her Elaine. And the first few times I referenced her in my notes, I says Elaine, but it says V. 
in parentheses because she'll totally. always be V to me. I know. But, um, and she's so good know. on that show. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. Oh so God. it has these names and, and you know who the blonde was? No, I don't. Um, only because I saw the name. It's Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Gre- okay. Greer Grammer. Okay. Yeah. I saw her name, but I didn't realize that she was related to, tel- to Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like that. I thought that. it was interesting she was because she was. It's in that um, Shanola V from Shameless and this Greer Grammer, they were producers of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I that saw that. Weird. I know. So, I mean, everyone had a hand in it. Everyone was, you know, came together and was like, let's make this movie and let's leave everyone completely confused at the end and throughout. Do you think they understood what happened at the end? Or it's one of those like meta things where they're like, you decide or we're not telling you or, you know, get the fuck out of here. I've believe me, I've Googled it and looked and they're like the ending explained and then no one explains it. They're like, it could have been this and it could have been this. And I'm like, that's not a fucking explanation. What happened? What happened? And I can't go. I'll, if I end up, if I go on Reddit on this, I'll be deep in a hole until further. And we'll never, you'll never hear from me again. I'll be trying to, I'll start, I'll pick up smoking and start (laughs) lock myself in my house. Underground Reddit world. Don't do it, Sarah. Stay. Don't yeah. walk into the light. Yeah, stay I, with yeah. us. Yeah, I can't get in there and try to figure it out. So the the gist of the movie is we have a lady, Kristen Davis. She's a very popular author, mm-hmm. and she has stopped writing. She's decided to, that she doesn't need to write anymore, doesn't want to write anymore. And the publishers come by her house, and they want to hire her to help them. They say, we need you to write another book. Publishing has changed. Our business is going under. We need you to write the book. I was like, can you imagine that having that kind of pull? That like, Oh, yeah. They're like, you can save an, oh, an entire industry. <laughs> yeah. 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 I right? mean, yeah. I've written a couple books and uh, they've done well, but I don't think anyone's trying to get me to save their companies with them. So I just want to say, if anyone needs me to, please come <laughs> knocking on my door. I won't make it hard for you the way she did in this movie. I'll, I'll be like, yes. Please, especially when it said like $2 million, the offer was. Yeah. Will you read the offer? Because she didn't read her <laughs> offer. No. The $2 million she, offer. Her husband grabs the paper later that evening after she's turned away the publishers. And she's like, um, he's like, oh, $2 million. She's like, oh, what? Oh, I didn't even read that. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. No big deal. $2 million. And, and, and so I thought they were going to fight about it, but they didn't. They just cut. He he was. She said, "I don't want to do it." And then he just. They cut to them in the bedroom. And he went down on her. And I just want to say, mm-hmm. um, I haven't looked at who wrote the movie. I probably should have looked that up. I, I if it was not a woman, I'd be surprised because there was the 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 sex was all um, a lady getting her self pleasured, getting her beeve taken care of with. <laughs> Well, with a guy with a with a mouth, a girl water guy. Yeah, there's a lot. I want to say so, I said something on the Married at First Sight episode on last Friday's episode that, um, but and I don't want to repeat it because it makes me uncomfortable. But I will. There was a lot of it's people getting their pussy ate in this movie too. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, I mean, I'll tell you what. Talk about overlap of our of our topics. <laughs> This week, uh, lots of pussy eight. Yo, I just they're for really any <laughs> for any new listeners. I just want you to know, mm-hmm. I don't say that every episode. It just no. so happens that this app, this movie, 
that was the only sexual thing that they showed. And I was like, God, I don't know if a lady wrote this or if I wrote this or listen, one thing that's guaranteed from Are You My Podcast is that if you hear the phrase, got their pussy ate, you're going to get an apology too. <laughs> you're going to get a bunch of I'm sorry's, but we're just, listen, don't shoot the messenger. That's what was happening. Exactly. And oh. I was... Well, and- I have to say, in that scene too, I thought it was it. it I see you said it, a woman probably wrote it, but then I thought a man probably wrote that scene because, like, he he comes up, he surfaces, if you will, from under the covers, <laughs> and then she sort of does the obligatory, like, "All right, my turn." Like she's gonna, like, she's gonna yeah. travel right. downtown and reciprocate, and then he's like, "No, no, no." And then he goes back down for another helping, if you will. <laughs> and I'll be honest, uh, that hasn't been my experience <laughs> with this no. interaction. I mean, lots of, anyway, neither here nor no, there. No, but even if you nod you know. that direction, there's a hand on your head forcing you down there <laughs> gently to say, yes, please get down there, lady. Gu- guiding I- you because you don't know yeah. which where to go. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it is. Oh, God. Yeah, that so fun. that was... That was fun. That's how we started this movie, yeah. guys. Yeah, and did. so I get, I thought maybe he was trying to convince her to take the offer with that. She didn't seem to to bite, if you will. And then they took a, they had a cigar and he <laughs> and he told her something about uh how he had made a trade and it half of the reserves. It was a whole bunch of, and, and even at one point, the his excuses started piling up. Like they didn't even let you really hear what he was saying. I kept rewinding it, and my husband was like, "Don't you understand what they're doing? His excuses are piling up. Please quit rewinding and trying to figure out what oh, he says." We that's don't know. So funny. You're like, wait, I didn't hear Dermot McDooney or whatever. <laughs> You're like, let me Dermot just Dermot McDooney. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, he was. Um. Yeah, whatever he was saying was obviously supposed to be something about money. Now, I also searched this on Google, and nobody knows what he does, what the guy did for a living. Obviously, some sort of financial trading situation thing, but we don't know. I don't think we were supposed to know. He fucked up. I mean, obviously, He, he he did something that was not good. He lost some money that was also some of her money or whatever the case may be. And that definitely explains his two trips downtown. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? That's what he was trying to luber up for, I think, was yeah. to, to share this news or whatever. Yeah. She's ticked off, but sort of works through it, whatever. Yeah, she she figures it out and um, decides. Obviously, she's decided that she's going to take this job. She goes to the sauna with her friend Elaine, who is Shinola Hampton, who we all love. And they that's when, you know, we don't have to go by the, through this movie step by step, obviously. But in this sauna, we find out she's going to take it because her friends start suggesting, well, you're going to, we can get you a nanny's thing, like in person to help you when you're writing. And that's when she says that I guess supposed to be a thing that we're all supposed to be remembering throughout the movie when she's like, you've never seen me write. I turn into a different person. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's uh don't, don't, don't things yeah. to come apparently. Although I'm still unclear if she did or what happened. Well, exactly. This whole Jekyll Hyde foreshadow. I don't know. I don't know how many personalities. I mean, I know how many characters. But there were a lot of personalities, and I'm not sure which were real and which were not. And that's you know, that, the problem. Same. It's the biggest problem. I mean, 
she she ends up getting this nanny girl to who is uh, Greer Grammer, right? Is that what you said? Yes. Her name is? Greer, yes. yes. Who was lovely. And she comes in on a bike like it's the 50s Ugh. and dressed mm-hmm. like it was the 50s. And, um, and, you know, she went through a few nannies and then in comes this girl to apply for the job. And she is meeting her at her house. She's like, like I said, she takes a bike. And then while Mary, that's the name of Kristen Davis's character, is making tea, the girl cracks open a book and just starts reading as oh. if that's not. You know, I, you don't go to an interview and then just start reading in someone's house while they're two feet away from you. It's not like no. she went out f- for for tea down the r- road. Well, it's She's not standing- like she grabbed an Us Weekly off the coffee table either. She like whips out this giant, you know, coverless novel. And then she sits with like the most perfect straight up posture. I mean, she looked like all the only thing I could use to describe it would to be would be to say like Mary Poppins porn. She looked like this perfect <laughs> schoolgirl with like a braid and a giant ribbon, but then like a little pleated like cheerleader skirt. And, you know, I mean, it was perfect, yeah. but it was like, holy Good God, guys! You know, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it was. Oh fun. yeah, it was. It was, it was totally Mary Poppins yeah. porn. You're a hundred percent correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just funny the book because then she's like, "I've read it three times," and I'm like, "Well, then why are you reading it again in an interview? Just you know, yeah. read it later. You've got five minutes to kill here. Just look around the house." But there's other books. Um, you <laughs> know, come on, Mary's gonna... written a whole bunch of them. Read yeah. one of hers. You're not living your best life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's sort of this, it's like she's had these bad interviews, or you know, not bad, but these other girls try to interview to be a nanny, and they've all had said the wrong thing or whatever, and then this one shows up, and she's just, you know, pure perfection, and she's perfection. like dropping quotes, and she's, she's a reader. You know, yeah, she's a reader, and she's just really enamored with Mary, and then, which is kind of... um a little too perfect the kids walk in mary has to take a call real quick and like after the, she made the tea she has to excuse herself takes a call and the children walk in and no idea who dropped them off or where they came from but they were let in by no. themselves and uh they they're like who are you what's going on and within minutes you know this mary poppins por- although i shouldn't say that because mary is Kristen's character's name this this new nanny grace is like in a deep knee bend squat, interpreting one of their finger paintings from school or something, and just you know, just having wow, a grand old no. time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just, and Mary sees it and she's like, "Oh my god, this is an angel nanny sent from heaven. She's going to be yes. wonderful with my kids." Grace is excited because she figures out that Mary's an author, and she can't believe she's in an author's home. And mm. again, I have my books out all over my house. <laughs> um, nobody has ever been impressed. Or acted like they thought they were in the presence of of God when they've seen uh, has anyone has anyone seen my pants sitting has on anyone, my coffee table? I was say, I've, has anyone seen my pants on my coffee table? And I'm like, yeah. listen, I'm friends with this, this bitch, guys. This uh, this whole podcast is just going to turn into one big long plug for my books. Um, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not really, not really. That's the last time I'll mention them. I'm just saying. Better I love not be. Grace was very excited, and then. Grace wanted to go swimming. They kind of want to set up this thing where Mary obviously is sort of checking out Grace at different times. And it's very strange and uncomfortable. Like she went, she wanted to go swimming. So Mary gets her a suit and then Mary kind of watches her change into the suit and looks at her kind of funny. And then they play weird music while she's swimming. It was like very, 
it was all very like, I, I don't want to say old timey because that <laughs> sounds well, so stupid, <laughs> but it felt like these, like some sort of like weird fifties vibe combined with, I don't know. It just was well, like, confusing. You know, it, it absolutely did. It was like, um, cause I was going to say the, the style of the nanny of this grace was like, uh, June Cleaver cheerleader. Like right. short, li- like little, like like vests, and just very. It did have a sort of a fifth. She had a fifties feel. When Mary gives Grace a bit, ba- like, oh, you want to go swim with the kids? I know you're just here, you know, just you came by, but why don't you take a dip in my pool? Has her pick or gives her, picks out a suit for. Her. It is the most high cut one piece. It, it reminded me of like eighties. Um, uh, aerobics instructors where like the Oh, the cut totally. goes up to yeah, like almost really? the bottom of your tits. Like it's like yeah. just like oof, you know. It and I thought to myself, I if that was my interview and I had to come out in that baby suit, <laughs> they'd be like, I thought we had six more weeks of winter. I had no idea. I mean, it was just so like all right, you know. It was like the beginning of soft porn. It really was. No, it totally was. And you're so right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and good on that. Good on Greer Grammar for being able to pull off that look because it's it's not it's, an it's easy like one. She wrote she probably wrote the movie. Like that's probably she probably had that one scene envisioned in her head and and wrote a movie around it or whatever. <laughs> she was like, "You guys, I can rock this look so well." Let me get this yeah, movie written. I know real aerobics quick. are out, but I've got this swim scene. Where do you hear about it? So, <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, that was um, fun. That's the first time you kind of see something's going to be, you know, I don't know. There was just a weird vibe. And then she's in the pool and Elaine's over. And they're, I don't know. They were, it was so weird while they were all playing in the pool. Elaine and Mary um, were, were like cleaning a, a wind, a door. What was that? <laughs> Wait, I, you know, it's funny. I know Elaine was there. I didn't really pay much mind to what they were doing. I didn't know they were cleaning a door. They literally had like, like paper towels in their hands and were like wiping off a, a sliding glass door. I'm like, I, what that, that's what you're, I don't understand. You don't have a housekeeper. You invite your friend over. Hey, I need to, I need to clean this big door. And can you help me with the other half of yeah. it? I'm sorry, my nanny's taking a dip. Would you mind just giving us a scrub for me? We're just trying to multitask here during the afternoon. Like, yeah. I mean, unless I misread that situation, that's exactly uh, what they were doing. Um, well, it was kind of like, and again, that dun, 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 because then Elaine says, like, why did you give her such a sexy swimsuit? And and Mary's like, oh my, her? What? She's a prude. I would never have to worry about her. And then, you know, this tall, leggy blonde who's half her age. And then then you see uh, Dermot McDooney, whatever, come home. And he he like goes over to the pool and the p- edge of the pool and introduces himself. And then they both give each other a look like, whoopsie. But, you know, it was harmless enough, I guess. It, yeah. And they they're just sort of they're just trying to cause a little, you know, oh, what's going to happen is she's going to have sex with the husband or whatever. I also enjoyed that she, Grace sort of exited after that because it was, she said it was family time because they were going to have dinner mm. and she comes in, I, I, she brings her some tea and all this shit. She, you know, she, this girl runs around like I've never seen, I, I don't know if people really put trays of tea out like this. I mean, I know they do in, in, pro, in I don't know. I just, I can't imagine setting this out for somebody on a daily basis, but that's what she was doing, setting out like tea and a little 
you know, crackers and shit all over these trays and bring them to her. <laughs> but then Mary's like in her bathroom and she steps on something and Grace comes in to to put a Band-Aid on her foot like she's five years old. I'm, this is a grown woman. And yeah. this whole scene was so confusing. I was like, why does she have to put – you're not immobile. You didn't break your leg. You just cut the bottom of your foot with something. And right. there's you – know, we have to watch this whole gratuitous, I guess, foot fetish scene if you're into people with battered feet. Or something, yeah. then bloody you cut would really, feet. Yeah, yeah. Then you would love this. You would. That was their moment. Yeah, that was very confusing to me too. I do want to add in that the night before, before Grace said, um, "Dinner is family time." Uh, while she was playing with the kids, right before she left, Dermot, whatever his name was, Dermot and Mary uh, have a quick have a quickie in the pantry because you know they're oh, yeah. really hot and heavy. And all I wanted to say was like, "Shut oh, the Tom fuck is up." His name, okay? Yeah. Oh yeah, Tom. Okay, Tom. But um, that's whatever. That I'm just throwing that out there. They're very sexual, very attracted to each other, the husband and wife. You know, no, yes. no problems in that department. Not that, but maybe we'll see what happens. But when you brought up the foot scene and she cuts herself, it's like, yeah, it's like she's never been out in the world and now she's a cut in her foot. So thank God there's this 20 year old nanny to to sort of, you know, Put clean up the wound. And right. that's when Mary, as Grace is like cleaning her wound, she like peeks down, like looks, you see down Grace's shirt and Mary says, let's play hooky. And she takes Grace to go buy a new bra. What I mean, in the actual fuck, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know. It was that scene. That's when it all started to really. Oh, the dressing room scene. Oh my did, god! Did that make you want to move out of the country and start a new life too? Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to do while it was going on. I did not know what to do, and I was Have like, "Have you this is ever tried on a bra in a dressing room with anyone else other than maybe your mother?" And that was probably at an age where you didn't know how to work the fucking hooks. Exactly. When my mom had to be there to show me how it worked, and even then, I was probably humiliated the whole time. It it was so Ugh. like I love that we're just supposed to, you know, be into this thing where she's just in this room trying on bras in front of this brand new lady that she just started working for and yeah less than a day ago you know yeah. tits out just and mm-hmm. i mean if you take me sh- i mean i kind of be like if you're gonna take me shopping buy me some shirt some shit that people can see you know some shirts and some pants <laughs> <laughs> like or trust that i'm gonna go in and put the bras on because i know where the tits go in the bra parts and and i and trust that i know how to do them up myself i mean there was an open front, open closure bra, Sarah. Yeah, okay. yeah. She helped her on the. She helped her put the front closure yeah. one on, and then yeah. did it up for. Her. Yeah, and then Grace put her hand on her boob and goes, "Remember what these felt like, or something like that." And I was like, "Oh boy, oh, oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah." Looking yeah. at my husband, like he better not be getting a boner right no, now. No, I was you know, just- going to say any men at that point that was wearing sweatpants had to excuse themselves because we all know where this was going. Yeah, it was. It was a very strange scene, but I, that's when I was like, okay, buckle up. This is, who knows what's yeah. going to happen. As as much as I uh, am bitching and moaning, that's probably the scene when I was like, you know, again, squeezing out my wine bag, really settling in <laughs> for the evening, you know? So who am I? I'm not, I'm, I'm clearly talking shit. I was fine with it, but. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were all locked in at that point. We're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And. And then obviously, I guess her youngness is getting into Mary's head because she went home and 
asked her husband if she needed plastic surgery. And oh. Tom was like, no, you don't need plastic surgery. I'm attracted to your brilliance. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. That would make me get plastic surgery. <laughs> you can't, if a lady says, do I need plastic surgery? You can't go, no, I'm attracted to your brain, not your terrible yeah. face yeah. that's falling off. Like what kind yeah. of response is that? What that means is your brilliance is drooping. Go make an appointment. <laughs> He's on his way out. That's what that means. Yeah, like too perfect of an answer. And as as they're having this conversation, uh, you know, Mary's wearing like a nice little nighty negligee or, you know, whatever, nothing crazy. But still, it's it's nighttime. No knock, no nothing. Grace just opens the door, says she's going to oh, yeah. take off for the night. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know. You just met somebody and um, you just started working for them two days ago and they are in bed with their husband and you just open up the door and say, night guys, yeah. nighty night, <laughs> night, night, see you tomorrow. Hey, Mary, I left the skidded up suit on the back of the, yeah, whatever. It was just <laughs> fucking weird. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Thanks for the new bras. Thanks for touching my <laughs> nipples earlier. Bye. Bye. <laughs> It's been a great so, first day. Bye. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. <laughs> then they go out and smoke cigars. So Mary is a cigar smoker, which I, I kind of, you know. In I've... the house, Mary Redzinski. What? Oh, that's right. She You're was right. smoking cigars in the house. This is not something people do. Not proper. Not, especially not someone like that with a couple of kids. Your whole, that you don't get out the quick, the smell of a cigar. There's reasons there are like cigar clubs. You have to and like rooms. cut your hair off to get cigar smell out of hair. And I mean, it's really, it's a tough one. It's, it's almost worse than cigarettes. Yeah. She would sometimes wander outside with it, but she would always start by smoking a cigar in the house. And it really upset me. That was honestly, that was the most confusing part of the movie that they well, wanted me to believe that. I, and also, and I, I know that like I need to just like not grip so tightly to, you know, minutia. But you also know that I'm not capable of not doing that. She inhaled a few times. I don't. I thought you weren't supposed to inhale with cigars. I am not positive. I think I thought not either. But I, I have to. I have to tell you something right now, because it's yeah. so upsetting. What? You know how like you're I'm I'm sitting in front of my computer obviously where we record and you know how your like emails pop up to show you what your new email is. I literally yeah. just got one that says Sarah join the most exclusive cigar club. <gasps> wow, we're having this conversation? Yes, it just it literally just came up after I said that she was smoking cigars oh. in the house. And I'm obviously not on any kind of cigar person mailing list. Just FYI, everybody. Oh my God, they're so I mean, I listening. Know, I know they're <laughs> listening, but that was like that's a quick turnaround, yeah, and that's play an email hard that's to not get. Big brother, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait till she goes to the bathroom, will you? I mean, my God, that's I'd be more that so, is like creepy, I wouldn't be Sarah. surprised to see it on like Facebook, like an ad or something. But to pop up like a, as a from an email list is very strange. Wow. Anyway, wow. everybody, that's this is <sighs> this. If things weren't already weird enough with this movie, now I'm now I'm getting sucked into some cigar club, and I'm probably going to join <laughs> it and meet I Kristen can't. Davis. I was going to say, next time I see you and you're just, excuse me, I'll be right back. Let me just go out for your cigar smoke. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry. I interrupted you wanting to know if you're supposed to inhale no. a cigar because I got oh so God. disturbed. I'm way more into the fact that you're getting immediate 
sort of stalkery big brother emails. No, I just, I didn't think you're, you inhaled cigars and there were definite inhales I'll ask my taken. New, I'll ask my new cigar club that I just apparently became a member <laughs> yeah. of and I'll let you know. Please do. Please do. Let me know. Um, I thought that was sort of an interesting thing though, like for the character, like why, why cigars, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I think we just they just wanted to make her mysterious and and strange and yeah. they didn't really need to work that hard because it was already also confusing. Um and she's like smoking a cigar that night and kind of walking around and she's like blocked from, you know, she has writer's block and she takes the longest walk anyone's ever taken from their bedroom to and you know another part of the house or something and then just sits down and watches Grace try on her old clothes because I think she told Grace she'd give her some of her clothes. But it was also like, I thought it was night and I was confused why Grace was still there. I thought and- it was night too. And then, yeah, why is Grace? To- I, you know what? This, this should be called Who's Watching the Kids? Because Grace was never with the fucking kids. She would, I mean, that it was never. And, and where no. were they? And when then, when her and Mary would hang out all day, I was like, where are the kids? I guess at school, but. Then why is she there? Because she was supposed to be there to help take care of the kids while Mary wrote. And instead, right. she's just there all day following Mary around and tempting yeah. her with her right. boobies. With, her, with her, her fresh, perky, 20-year-old breasts. And it's, her it was, yeah. very, very perfectly shorn bikini area and all of the things i mean all the things i don't know it it was well and then clearly you know mary's thinking about this i thought it was sort of funny when she sees elaine the next day i don't know if they're at the gym or whatever they were doing yeah they, oh and oh they were at the gym because they were doing something on on a on a ball that was supposed to be a crunch but i they weren't even moving it was very I, very upset. Yeah. Shanola Hampton was getting her. She was doing her at her crunches, but Kristen Davis was like, "I'm not even pretending to do a crunch." Kristen was barely moving. Even barely I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what their way they were. Well, no, but so she definitely t- like tells Elaine, her best friend or whatever, that that she must have said something about all of this because Elaine says, "Well, have you ever been attracted to a woman before?" And Mary's like, "No, I don't think so." And you know, so she sort of like fesses up and and tells her buddy there that like she's having these like sexually heightened thoughts about this new nanny, you know. Yeah. And then and then like that dun 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 line that Elaine was like, well, you might want to be careful. This might be her master plan to like, you know, hook you and then steal your kingdom from you. And it was like, ooh, collar pull, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Refill some, time. Yeah. There's some insight there from Elaine, who I guess was her therapist right we found out that later but i didn't put that together at the beginning it's funny you're right i didn't know that it wouldn't that be like crossing a line with their like well that's yeah that's what i was wondering i didn't know that you could hang out with your therapist like that but um yeah they were they were at the gym because this is because this was also kind of funny they went she went home after that and it was like full-on nighttime like there was a fire it looked like everyone you know it was like bedtime because there was like Tom was there with Grace and the kids were playing in the pool and Tom's having wine and there's like a fire pit going and she comes home and just like crawls all over him right in front of the of Grace, which I just think, again, they just were very sexually charged in front of this brand new employee, which I just thought was sure. strange. Um, and then he goes, well, we have that fundraiser to go to tonight. And I'm like, tonight? It's already, it looks like bedtime, yeah. but okay. Yeah. And 
So, and then Grace is like, well, I'll stay. And, and she's like, oh God, I didn't call a sitter. Grace is like, I'll stay. So then they get all dressed up and they go to this fundraiser. And who's at the fundraiser? Fucking exactly. Uh, Elaine. Who she was just with at the gym. So how did she forget about Elaine didn't go hey, see at a night on the way out? <laughs> Exactly. And not only were they just both at a, a fundraiser, it was Elaine's fundraiser. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and she was like, oh my God, I completely forgot about that. I'm like, you were just doing fucking half-ass crunches at the gym with Elaine and it's her fundraiser and somehow you got home and completely forgot about it. I don't understand. Big hole yeah. in that story. Yeah, I, I agree. That was annoying to me because there's no way that wouldn't have come up. No way. No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why she couldn't just go home and go, oh, my God, Elaine just reminded me about her fundraiser. We need a sitter. And then I never would have had to have this question instead of him reminding. Yeah. Me. Yeah. What the fuck <sighs> was the point of that? God, it really got my goat. God, it, I, it got my goat for you and for me. A lot Is that of a goats. saying? Got yes, my goat. Get my, get, I'll be like, that gets my goat. What I does don't that say mean? it like that. I just sounded like a. 65 woman from Fargo, but um, <laughs> I think it just means, you know, really, you know, really gets your goat gets my goat really sort yeah. of just, you know, pisses me off would be would be the the layman's version. I don't know. Shh, that's true. Um, when they did leave for the fundra- fundraiser, this even though Grace is obviously there's some red flags that she's weird or somebody's weird or everybody's weird. Um, she did at one point start humming you know, good night to the kids, whatever the a lullaby to the oh, kids. And yeah. anytime I, that creeps me out. And in any movie, in anything, when someone starts humming, especially if they're like young and beautiful and like, Oh, that stay the fuck away from that person. They're crazy. I don't know why. <laughs> well, that creeps me out. It's actually really sort of a funny thing that you just said. Like I never really thought about it or said it out loud or anything, but it's like, yeah, humming isn't like, a sane, stable person's move. You know what I mean? You don't, or it's not that popular anymore. I think maybe my grandmother used to hum or like whatever, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't find a 20 year old humming a lullaby right now. If they were, you're going to want to run in the other direction, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's about to pull out a knife or something. Right. So, right. It, yeah. That's that a was valid that- point. That was my first um, time to be <laughs> afraid of Grace. Well, in uh, that that scene you're talking about too, when she's like stroking the the son's hair, I was just like, "Oh Jesus Christ! Don't make this any weirder than it needs to be." And then thank God it didn't. It just went to the next scene. But I was yeah, like, like Where she was are gonna we like going? beat him up or do something yeah, weird. Like yeah, yeah, I was I know like don't hurt the kid. Like please don't like. But they didn't. They just wanted to show that she's creepy and she hums and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then. And then, you know, Grace is writing by the, I mean, Mary's writing by the pool. I think it was the next day. And Grace, of course, brings her food again, her perfectly laid out um, tray of tea and crumpets or whatever she's yeah. bringing her. Yeah. And she says, oh, you didn't have to do that, but can you put lotion on my back? Mary says to her, which by the way, is a way bigger ask than food. If you well, ask me having yeah. to touch someone's greasy back, back in the sun. skin with yeah, I can't even get Mark to do a pat on my back. A little friendly. I, I, all I want to do is have my back touched all the time, and I have to beg like a dog for a couple on, you know, above the sweater, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mary what is. What's the deal with that? Because John's the same way. I mean, you would think. I mean, this guy works out literally for a living. 
and has nice strong hands. And two seconds into a tiny bit of a of a rub on my shoulder, you'd think I someone had just made him run a, a, a yes! huge marathon. I I I She's have. Like, oh to my be- god, my hand hurts. What? I have to be honest. I'm kind of glad to hear you say that because I it's like the one thing that makes me want to trademark in. I'm not even kidding because it's like all the time I'm like, can you just I like want to I want to create homemade gift certificates that he has to give me for Christmas where it's like five full minutes. Yeah. He acts like after 20 seconds, his arm's going to fall off. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Oh, well, it's I'm, so annoying. I'm I know sorry my, you Mark's, go through that, but it makes me happy, sort of, because I thought it was just him, and it really pit, it really gets my goat, Sarah. It really uh, it gets my goat too. Yeah. Um, well, oh. if you had a if you had a Grace in your life, she'd put that oh lotion right on your back, no questions <laughs> yeah. asked. Because they and and she did it for a long time. There was a very long, awkward lotion rubbing scene that oh. apparently, like you said, probably all the sweatpants in the world went for a nice pitched. Uh, <laughs> A nice tent situation. Yeah, a nice, uh, yeah, a little bit of stretch was had. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and when, okay, Mary's out there writing her book, right? This is why she has a nanny. By that, we mean she's laying on her stomach on a, like a sun, chi- like a lounge or whatever, no, with no top on. So she's mm-hmm. topless sunning, if you will. Also, uh, whether she's in that, area on the on the patio or the deck or she's at her desk sarah what is her um how does she choose to get her thoughts down oh my god the writing on the paper sarah you've got to be it's a whole manuscript you want me to believe that this woman first of all your publisher would be like are you joking now we have to transcribe this whole thing into a doc someone has to type this up for you no no, Uh, i i I don't believe that that's possible that someone would write a novel by hand not, on no, not online anymore. paper. Not I mean right? not since yeah. whenever books first started or right. whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever that was. No, nobody's writing along. I mean, I understand wanting to be a little old school, but come on. You that at least right. got a typewriter out then because there's no possible way that you would trust an entire book would never be lost or damaged or something by not at this point in your life, not for $2 million. Okay. No, because there's no backup of that. There's no where to, if a page goes missing or someone spills coffee, it's just done. Don't come on. Why did she have to write like that? Why couldn't they just have her have a little um, iPad pro to type on? Or something. Yeah. I mean, that would be so much more. Yeah. I mean, she might as well have been dipping a fucking feather into a little ink pot. You know, it was like, what are you <laughs> Take, doing? Taking a big chisel and <laughs> trying to write on a cave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that's about as efficient as it felt watching that. I mean, it was so. And it's like also like, how would you ever know how, you know, I mean, I don't know. You have two best-selling books but like, but like when it's like oh we need x number of words or x number of ch- oh i don't know i'm 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 writing in sloppy cursive font 36 right now on this page and i mean yeah. it was it wasn't even lined paper it was bizarre no. it was very it was bizarre. bizarre it was an odd choice and it felt like they obviously did it on purpose and i think yeah. they just did it to mess with us i really do i just think this whole worked. movie it worked. Oh, totally. They were like, so yeah. everyone's going to be talking about why she wrote on paper, and it's going to be great because we're I not going to have any answers for it. 
between that and the cigar, she's fucking George Burns. You know, it's like the reincarnate. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't, none of this is is timely. None of it makes any sense. But No, none of it uh, made sense. And she was very comfortable to jump in the pool naked right in front of Grace. And oh, yeah. then she tells Grace to get in and she goes, nobody can see you as if that's the problem. Um, it's not about people yeah, seeing me. Yeah. It's about you're my boss and you're naked and you're telling me to get in the pool with you. But okay. Sure. Um, and nothing happened, thank God, in the pool yet. And then they decide to celebrate with whiskey. They're going to... Mary says she broke the story, which none of us saw happen, but she says she did. <laughs> and this was a fun part of the movie where they, um, the awkward dancing and listening to music and, and drinking whiskey. And then her saying to Grace, are you old enough for whiskey? And me thinking, you didn't ask this bitch how old she is before she started working for you and taking care of your kids that yeah. haven't, yep. hadn't that come she up. hasn't done anyway. Yeah. No, wasn't nobody important. knows. You don't mm-hmm. see a, a driver's license. You don't ask her for any kind of identification. You don't want to know how old she is. Yeah. She's literally, she might, is she supposed to be driving your kids around? Does she have, there's got to be some kind of documentation at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I know I'm just help. trying to put reason, <laughs> try to put reason into an unreasonable movie, but I'm just saying. Nobody was concerned. No one knew how old she was. I mean, she was asked that a couple times in the film. I love that song that she put on. I forget. Oh, yeah. I don't know who Joey. it's by. Joey. I do yeah. love that song. And that sort of made me very happy. And until when they were drinking whiskey and then when they put their drinks down to then sort of do some dumb touching hands like we're jazzercising dance. Then I was like, God damn it. I mean, what, yeah. the, what are you doing? Also, where are the kids? Oh, where are the kids? Where are Actually, they? John, my I'm not kidding my husband at that exact moment because I have it underneath this. What you're that scene, John yelled out, Where are the kids? And I was like, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's the middle of the day. I guess Mid-day. again, are we supposed to believe they're at school? I don't know. But why is she there if they're at school? It just none of it made any sense. No. And yeah, then they start doing really weird like dancing, holding hands. And I just think, God, this must have been so awkward to film. It must oh. have been so awkward. Both Kristen Davis. It was awkward to watch. It was so awkward. I, I, I hope it was real whiskey. I hope they that was the only way they got through filming was that it was That's the only way I would have got smart. through. Yeah. Yeah. Any of this movie. Um, And then they and then Grace gets weird and is like, this is the only place I've ever feel loved and I'm um, and at home. And Mary says, we'll be here forever for you. We love you. And it just very accelerated love that they have. I mean, have we, have we hit 48 hours at this point of them knowing each other? I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. There was no time lapse. Now is this one. So Mary nods off and then she has a a dream that Grace is sucking on her tits or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for just bluntly putting it that way. Because yes, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, and then I, I think that was a dream, right? But then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because because later there was a scene with the husband where she walks in on Grace and the husband and then uh, Mary hits the floor and we hear she won't remember any of this anyway. So yeah. I don't, I'm like, is she? And then I started thinking, oh, is she drugging her tea? Because she's always oh, bringing her tea. Sarah, that's an interesting theory. Well, I know, but it didn't happen. 
it's not pro- it's definitely isn't what happened right uh, i mean i don't know to me you just sort of cracked the fucking case that would but no i mean <laughs> I, if it's left I mean, to our interpretation well that's what i started thinking was happening was she was like drugging her because because then they go to a recital for one of the kids and oh, Grace is sitting there and she's just staring at Mary the whole time. So I'm like, oh, my God, I think she did suck her booby. And yeah, Mary was asleep and she's going to try to pretend because then she pulled Mary doesn't think she had a dream. She pulls Grace aside and she's like, what happened earlier can't happen again. And Grace goes, well, what do you mean? What happens? And she's like, great. Perfect. OK, we're on the same page. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, I don't. I think y'all are talking about two different things here. You're right. And 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 that was that was like I, I couldn't yeah, I honestly couldn't figure it out. I didn't know who was thinking about what and I mean I know what Mary was thinking about, but was Grace just playing dumb or did it not happen? Right. Well, we don't know because I thought maybe she was trying to mess with her and say like, "What do you mean? What happened?" and then but because the, then they go home and Mary oh. takes a bath and starts having a fantasy and there's like I don't know if she was pouring milk in the tub again. It looked like milk and sugar and rose petals and honey in her mouth and a temple yeah. massage. I mean, it looked nice if it was done by the right person. It was quite a scene. And um, then she starts, yeah, massaging her head and then her boobs and saying, I just want to make you happy. I just want to make you happy. And then she gets right in there and just and finger blasts her in the I water. I mean... And I want to know, was she left-handed? Because in that scene, oh, she was, she was extremely left-hand, left-fingered, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, there was, whatever hand works is the one that you want. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And then, same thing, Mary wakes up and she's just by herself in the bath with fucking milk and rose petals. You know? I mean, right. It's, you're like, wait a second. I mean, so... It happened, you're like, right? Well, I that's mean, who what, else put the shit in the tub? Exactly. And so that's why I was like, is this another thing where did she drug her and then get her off and then she or got her off so well that she didn't know what happened? Yeah. Uh, but she woke up and the flowers are there. So that's when I'm like, okay, so these things are happening. So I start thinking maybe she has been dragging her like that was where I was in this at this right, point. Right. Um, she's dragging her to like mess with her or something. Um, and make her feeling crazy and then take over her life. That's where I was at this point. That makes a ton more sense. Like, you know, uh, typical me, I'm a few, few minutes late to the party, but I was like thinking, (laughs) I was definitely confused, puzzled, but I was also like, something's definitely happened. I think where they tried to create confusion too, was the whole thing in the beginning, like with Mary, when she's like, when I'm writing a book, I become a real fucking nut job and you know so then you're kind of like well is she truly like the villain and she's making this up or you know i i was just it was just a real real whodunit for a while it was it was um and you know you kind of fast forward she's writing and and she's in the zone and putting up note cards and the kids aren't allowed to disturb her and and then grace leaves with tom and to drop off the kids or something at school and Elaine is watching it and she doesn't like it. She doesn't, she sees them together and she just doesn't like it. And then they go to lunch and Grace starts acting, acting really weird with Tom now. And she orders a bloody Mary, which is kind of bold um, to do to your boss. 
when it's the you're nanny supposed to take, of your, take yeah, care of their children later yeah. that day. Yeah, sure. Although she never seemed to take care of the kids. So you're at lunch with with the father of the the your charges and, you know, he takes you to lunch. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to have a side salad and a Long Island. <laughs> like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not, you're not supposed to do that. No. And then he, and then he asks her how old she is. So he didn't know either. Ugh, like, no. What is and, wrong with the two of you? Well, and then of course she does this, she does the thing where, where, and, and is he a bad egg? Because he's licking his chops, looking at her, looking at her cleavage you know, well, I couldn't tell. I mean, she like stretched and he just kind of, I thought he looked oh. uncomfortable because then they got in the car and she started dancing and to a song and acting all, you know, trying to be, I guess, seductive or something towards him. <sighs> and then he gets super awkward, like old man dancing, like kind of like overbite, you know, I trying to <laughs> act. <laughs> well, the overbite is as soon as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> there is <laughs> the funniest visual, Sarah. Oh, oh it God. is. It was. It's all I could think that he was doing was like biting his lip and acting, trying to act cool with her. I wanted them to drive off the road. That was almost more uncomfortable than the the previous dance scene. But uh, yeah, yeah. And then they just smashed to three weeks later. Three weeks later, Mary right. and Grace go. On, they go on a nice bike ride and they start having wine to celebrate. Her first draft. And I just, the whole tone and dialogue of everything really from this point on was weird. It was already weird before, but nothing, I just can't understand, couldn't understand what was happening. I mean, they, yeah. she starts reading to her and, and, yeah, like and poetry and some shit. Yeah. And Grace starts rubbing her legs and then they kiss and, and, and then Mary pulls back and she goes, well, I see, so much of myself when I look at you. And I'm like, well, you're just a fucking narcissist now. You're just trying to make out with yourself. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a weird yeah. thing to say. And then they and then they decide they have to stop it. And then they go and their tires are slashed and they have to walk home. And I Elaine's didn't get there. the tire slashing. I, well, I didn't either, especially later when we when they tried to say who maybe had to slash the tires because nothing happened while the tires right. were slashed. Like it wasn't as if they avoided being accused of a crime or right. they just had to walk home. So whoever did slash those tires basically just screwed themselves out of a nice bike ride home. It made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Just just created an inconvenience for themselves. Yeah. yeah there, it, it wasn't, it was nothing happened with the tire slashing that later went, well, it couldn't have been us. We were walking home from the nothing. Right. So it, that made no sense. Um and yeah, and, and you said when they got home, Elaine's there and she's talking to to Tom in the driveway. And and if they're talking about and that's that's when I know that's when Elaine goes over to her or she she they, she walks her her slash tired bike, whatever. And Elaine goes over to her and she's she asks her when was the last time she was intimate with Tom? And then Mary says before the book and then. And then she turns it on Elaine and says, well, I, why are you asking me this? You've been so weird. I see why you were look. I saw the way you were looking at Tom at the fundraiser. Like, what? Yeah, that was, it was very strange. And Elaine's like, well, all right, I'll talk to you when we have some more privacy because nobody's making sense. Like, I don't yeah. know. I didn't, I was Elaine there to confront Tom because she saw them dropping off the kid at school together because that's the least fucked up thing they've done so far. 
Right. You know, that if that's what sent her tentacles up, then she should have been paying a little more attention to some other <laughs> shit because that, yeah, <laughs> that dropping yeah. the kids off was like kind of made sense. Right. Um, right. But yeah, they were just, just weird. it's just like they were just making out, right, on a blanket. In yeah. a, having, a, having a water. romantic a romantic day date mm-hmm. and then and then they, now they're just making dinner together like it didn't just happen until they start until I think Grace started feeding her chili and telling her she's oh. beautiful and Mary's and, wearing a robe for some reason at this point while they're making dinner not really clear on she was on her way to into the shower out of the shower she's wearing a robe yeah well that's her dinner making wear I guess sure. mm-hmm. um, and. <laughs> She kind of tries to talk about Tom. Mary does. Oh, that's our anniversary. And um, and instead of listening about Tom, Grace insists on what? <gasps> Eating you know some what? pussy. She-, <laughs> <laughs> she dropped down to a, knee- a deep knee bend squat, which I like to say, and she ate that pussy. That's what she did, she- Sarah. She did. I mean, sorry, guys. We're just <sighs> giving you the facts. She. I don't know how you want me to say it better. I'm just assuming people want me to say it in a different way. Went down on her, went downtown, took a visit to the Y, if you will. <laughs> I like to I like to use cunnilingus, Sarah. Okay. Cunil- gave her cunnilingus. I don't even um, know if that's how you say it. It's like the devil's word. I don't even want it, to talk about it. I like I ate that pussy. That's the only way I understand <laughs> it. So well, and then I am so mature that is so yeah, she so she does that. Like she does that. Tom and the kids are like in and around the area and then they walk in and grace hops up like she was just you know getting something out of a lower cupboard and then she does a thing where she like it's like to show us i mean it's like uh, almost looked like she pulled a pube out of her mouth it, but, it did i was right? I, I, did she wipe her mouth or did she pull it was it, it, it was, was like, the pull okay, motion too far too far it was yes. it was too much i don't need to see that part of it we've already had to endure a lot so far in this movie. I don't need to see her be like, oh, let me get this out of my, oh, yeah. I was like, stop it. Stop it. Now you guys are just really, really also, messing with us. That's not safe kitchen practice. You know, I mean, oh, you're cooking. No. that end up right in your chili. Right. There's no Nobody- hairnet down there. Nobody has a hairnet on. <laughs> no, we oh, didn't. Boy. We didn't see Mary in a high cut swimsuit. We don't know that she's not. <laughs> unkempt and you know yeah i mean it whatever was, it, it was, was a lot a lot it was it was too much it was too much of a moment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then mary has to lie down because she's exhausted from all the cunnilingus and <laughs> um and that's when she does she hears the thing and i already mentioned it earlier but she walks in and sees her husband blindfolded eating <laughs> yeah, going down ha- visiting the appetizers at at yeah at the why at grace's why yeah yeah and and that makes her pass out, which I that's the only thing I related to the whole movie. I was like, that would make me pass out, too. I think I would just or I just slam my head into a wall until I did. Um, and that's when you hear she won't remember any of this. So that's why I was like, they're drugging her. Someone's drugging Mary to like make her. Right. Right. You know, I wasn't putting I wasn't at all at the mo- at the moment thinking. I mean, I knew that Mary's nuts at this point and right, that Grace right. is nuts and Tom's which is whatever. But I was like, oh, they're drugging her because because then she comes back out. I mean, she shakes that off pretty quickly and sits at dinner. <laughs> this is a real trooper. Yeah. They're t- the timeline of their days was really a lot. There was They were jam-packed from, yeah. you know, walking the bikes back to 
her going down on her to her falling asleep to waking up to seeing her husband being going down on her. And then they're at dinner. I was like, this is a lot to pack in. This is an action packed evening in their household. Well, so does Tom's dick work? Because he hasn't used it at all. I, maybe that's maybe that's maybe he's compensating, and t- to that I say kudos for him. I mean, no, if you yeah, can't, it's true. You know, good for him. I'd say do what yeah. you can. Good, for, good for them. Good for them. But mm-hmm. yeah, she kind of loses it at dinner and says, "I, you said it's family time. So what are you doing in our house?" And then she freaks out in front of the kids and says, "You are fucking my husband on the counter," and and then yeah. she just yeah, and everyone's uncomfortable, but nobody makes that big of a deal out of it. And she just goes, kids, right. remember how I said I snap sometimes when I'm writing this? I just, <laughs> my lines have, are blurred. And then she just goes to bed. And the next morning or that night, no, that night when Tom comes back in the room, he just goes, so gosh, what happened to you out there? Yeah. yeah like, I thought that was, geez, what like, yeah, you left it all in the field. What happened out there? Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was this <laughs> casual conversation. Yeah. Got Aunt, Aunt Flo coming to visit. What's going on with you? You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, which phase of the moon is it? Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, she, she says that she, her, she says about her nightmare, but that she had this nightmare, but that that was actually what she feels about everything about him, blah, blah, blah. And that, you know, she's been taking all of her energies and talents and pouring them into him and the family and that he betrayed them. And then they never, was the betrayal, was she talking about the money? I think it was the money. I think it was that. That's what I thought. Okay. Because I was kind of like, you've made us seem like they have a great marriage. They have sex all the time. So I didn't see a woman who was unhappy, who who was about to snap on her husband and say, I've been doing, she was like, I don't want to write. I'm over it. I've made my money. I'm good. I'm taking care of my kids. It's awesome. And then all of a sudden she's snapping and going, I've taken a back seat to you forever. And that's not going (laughs) to happen anymore. And I was like, what is happening? Oh my God. I want you to play a role like that. You're really good. Thank you. Thank you. That was, I dug deep for that one. Um, I think they were talking about the money when it came to that. Yeah. And then she wandered into her office and her draft of her book is just sitting on the table, just handwritten, no copies. Just printer paper with a bunch of cursive on it. Just a pile of it. Yeah. And I think time seems to go by. They watch, we have to watch waves crash for a while unnecessarily. And yeah, like that didn't really fit in. Yeah. Like, didn't he wake up and see it was like one o'clock in the morning and she wasn't there or something? And it was all very strange. Right. I, I, get, I think they were trying to show us like the passage of time. And instead, I was like, can we? Oh my God. Oh my God, why is this 15 minutes of me watching a wave crash? Yeah. And then they just wake up together and say happy anniversary as if the night before she didn't, in front of her children, say that he was fucking Grace on a counter. <laughs> I know, no word of it. Everything's back to normal. It's been, Boy, it's been a crazy 10 years, huh, hon? You know, happy yeah. anniversary. You know how you get. Yeah. This is what I get. So I guess she was calling the place that she had originally gone to find this nanny because right. they hadn't deposited her check. Right. Yes. Yes. And so when she does that, she the woman goes, "Well, I was waiting for you to pick a nanny." <gasps> well, who the fuck is Grace? We're supposed yeah. to think, right? So Grace is not somebody that they sent there. Obviously, we're realizing. Yeah, Grace and, is a freelance nanny. Turns out, <laughs> yeah. And also, 
it's they've shown they did show at one point that three weeks went by. So it's probably at least supposed to have been a couple months now that she's been at that house. That woman is still just has a check and is waiting for she doesn't follow up and go, hey, I have your check and you never picked anybody. Don't you want to? I just thought that yeah. was sort of strange well, how we're supposed to believe that. Also, I know Grace is, you know, she's there for the pussy <laughs> and the swimming <laughs> and the clothes. But wouldn't she? I mean, she clearly at this point has been there for months and hasn't gotten it paid. But I guess she's doing it for love of the game. I don't know. Yeah. No, she hasn't doesn't seem to make any money off of this. And Mary's trying to figure it out. And um, she did say to Grace, I'm sorry for yelling at dinner. So that apparently happened. That wasn't like. Right, a, right. Okay. And, and yeah. she did have a conversation with Tom. That happened. But then I'm like, but did they, so did they make out on a blanket by the water or not? Did that happen? And I still, honestly, after, even after the end of the movie, I have no idea. I don't know if that was a real, because I still don't know if this woman, well, Anyway, Elaine's dead now because she goes to see Elaine. Oh, I know. She got stabbed in the neck with scissors. Which is what her book ending said. That's the only page we got to see is that that was how her book ended. They showed her finishing her book by writing right in the neck or something like that. And so the ending of her book was how Elaine died. And okay, so now we're like, so did she have a... You know, she bipolar and has like right. a personality and the cop, the cops tell her that they have footage of her driving to see Elaine and that her fingerprints are on the scissors and all this stuff. And, and she wants, she calls Tom to come in and to the station and he's like, yeah, well, everyone's prints are on the scissors. Cause I guess there were scissors from their house. Okay. Well, have you both know that there's scissors from your house that went into Elaine's neck and not neither of you did it. I think you can probably deduce. Yeah, yeah. Like process of elimination, you fucking idiots. It's not the wasn't kids, one of, probably. No, right? No, I don't think they right. By the way, at one point they called them twins and I was like, I never picked up on that, that they were twins. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just never, from the beginning, I just thought they had two kids. For some reason, they kept going the twins and I was like, oh, I snapped out of my, I just woke up and found out that they were Twins. Not that that was important, but anyway, just well, to, no, it's you know, it's a little nugget. Just a I thing think I, I missed. No, I well, I missed quite a bit now that I'm talking to you. But <laughs> I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm choosing carefully what I what I want to share that I missed. But um, I I didn't under the same thing. Like okay, so the scissors that stabbed her best friend slash therapist in the neck and murdered her at this therapist's office were scissors from Mary's house. Her prints are on them. Everybody's prints are on them. And they're still not thinking, oh, wait a second. There is another adult that has access to the right. book, to the, well, to the. Yeah. Didn't she have like a flash of her cutting someone's hair at the recital or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. What I was might... that? What the fuck I don't was know. that? I don't, I don't remember that happening. Because they showed that a couple times. Yeah. And I didn't remember that either. But maybe we weren't supposed to. I guess they were just saying that's what happened and that's how the prints are. I don't know. Maybe. But the same thing about how um, the footage of her at 1 a.m. going into Elaine's office, you know, it's a female stature, whatever, trench coat, scarf, sung, like, you know, all covered up and stuff. But then the husband, that's when they go back to the fact that he glanced at the clock around 1 a.m., when she right. had gotten up to go, you know, just have a puff on a cigar like you do. And that she, t- he asks her, where were you at 1 a.m.? 
And she's like, oh, I went for a smoke or whatever. And then he's like, you were gone for three hours. And so then yeah. I'm like, well, what is true? I don't know. I know. Because she even goes, what? No, I wasn't. And then she goes, I was. I went right back to bed. You have to believe me. And it's like, bitch, he just told you you were gone for three hours. Right. You might want to believe him. I mean, I thought it was weird that we're also the police are like, open and shut case. We have video of you. Well, you can't see the face. Uh, uh, right. uh, do a little more detective work and make sure you don't know who that is yet. Right. Right. Yeah. Like p- put a little effort in before you. Yeah. A little effort. So she easily flees the police station by saying she has to go to the bathroom, even though she's a <laughs> it's a number smart one move. suspect. Uh huh. <laughs> number one suspect in murder. Just run right out the front door, no problem. And she's driving her car, which they probably have the license plate, and you'd think they'd put maybe an APB out or one of those things, but no big deal. Uh uh-uh. uh Just cruising down the highway. Just, just takes off. Mm-hmm. Picturing, picturing Grace doing. All these different things Grace has done and thinking like, oh, she did this. She did this. And she drives to where Grace is from, I think, because she got her information from the library, right? When she went to get her last name because she realized also that she didn't know the last name of the person who worked for her because she's never bothered to look at any piece of identification for the woman taking care of her children. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, you don't want to seem needly, Sarah. A first no. name's good enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just grace. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, sh- and pay in cash, please. So sure. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she goes and knocks on the door. This is, and she meets an aunt who um, is crazy. Oh boy. And very, yeah. Um, because she, she lets her in. And while, she says, I, I want to talk to you about Grace. And the aunt says, you can come on in. And then she goes, I'm her aunt. And then Mary goes to use the bathroom in the house. And she hears the aunt talking to someone, we think. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like, oh, maybe the aunt's talking to like a grandma because it switches to like an older voice or something. And I thought then, it was a man's voice. Oh, no. I thought it was like how I'm going to sound when I'm in my 90s. Um, it's because I already have kind of a deep voice. That's all I could think of. Yeah, but they made it seem like it was two people. Right, but it wasn't. It seems like, okay, this woman's talking to Mm -hmm. herself. And then quickly, they really just throw this story out there. She's like, oh, Grace? Yeah, no, she's... She was locked in a basement when she was a kid with all the, you know, and they get out like an old people magazine. And she's like, that's her right there. They found she was abused as a kid with all of her siblings and they were chained and chained up in a basement. And and then the aunt kicks a dog and then says, that's a good boy. And I, everyone's fucking nuts at this point. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's happening. It is. It was terrifying. Grace did not get her good looks from her aunt. And um, it was a it was a tough uh a tough scenario where I was like, is Mary going to make it out of this house? I mean, this woman, you know, was clearly cast to be and act like a bit of a monster person. <laughs> you know, it was scary. She was kind of like that. Okay, that's who raised Grace or whatever. Kicks a fucking dog. And yeah. then, yeah, I guess. But Mary she seemed to of- have multiple personalities. I think they were yes. trying to show us that this woman had, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it just was all confusing because then we're like, okay, so Grace was abused as a child, locked up in a basement, escaped, and is now trying to fit in with families. And when she doesn't, whatever happens, happens. I don't know. I mean, that's what I guess we're supposed to think, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we find out that like Grace had gone to get herself a job at the agency because she overheard Elaine and Mary talking in the sauna. And she 
picked up the card that Elaine gave her and she went to apply for the nanny agency so that she could get hired as the nanny, but they didn't have a position at the time. So Grace just stole Mary's information and went and applied herself, basically acting like she was sent by the agency. Yeah, kind of a, I mean, self-starter, you know? And yeah, oh, she yeah. over she overheard him at the spot because she was working there, like folding towels and stuff. And like, yeah, I mean, it seemed sort of like, oh, okay, that actually makes a little a little sense. But uh, I don't know. It's, they, make, I mean, they start making it seem like she's been stalking her, like she stalked Mary right. to get this job, right? Right. Um, right. And now it seems like the cops are not looking for Mary, even though she has ran out of the police station after her friend was found with scissors in their neck and she's their number one suspect. Nobody (laughs) seems to be looking for Tom's at home, just showering like no big deal. In fact, when, when someone comes home, which is, it turns out to be grace. He just goes, babe, is that you? Instead of where the fuck have you been? You ran out of the police station and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a big deal. You're wanted for murder. I thought you were going to the bathroom. Yeah. No, he's just home showering like no big deal. Mm -hmm. And then, it's not, he says, babe, is that you? And it's not, babe, it's Grace with mm-hmm. a knife. Or so we think. So this is where it all gets really twisted and so confusing because he says, I don't want to play these games with you anymore. So now I'm thinking, oh, this isn't Grace. This is Mary in her Grace persona. And he's saying, I don't want to play Grace with you anymore. I don't want to play when you pretend to be this Grace person anymore. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh, no, really? See, I took it that he went a little deep, ended up probably sticking it in Grace the nanny shouldn't have because and and I took it like Grace has a very distinct split personality. And so he was he was talking to the to the aggressive personality of grace. Well, I don't think he would know that she has a split personality and still have her there working with the kids and stuff. So I was assuming here's where I, I I started to think, I started to think he was like, I don't want to play these games with you anymore. And I thought that was them trying to like, give us that it could be grace or this could be Mary. Like is Mary playing this game? Obviously now she starts to, he says, are you insane? She slashes him with his belly. Um, after, by the way, she came at him with a big knife to slash, slash him in the belly and hit to fight her off. He picked up a vase in the most casual, mm-hmm. um, feeble manner I've ever seen anyone <laughs> fight off. And he just kind of chucked it like it didn't hit anything. It basically just <laughs> fell in front of him. I was like, you deserve to get your belly slashed. What kind of fucking fight back was that? Oh, my God. Wait, Sarah, I'm actually now having a Mary, my Mary, me Mary meltdown about the fact that I don't think I knew half of what I didn't get. Well, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I think <laughs> because, you're right, though. Yeah, because, well, if everyone saw it, we, okay, he, he gets slashed in the belly. Mary then all of a sudden pulls up and starts screaming for Grace. Now, Grace comes in and says, oh, my God, what happened? And I don't know. I think he would react to, or or no, Mary comes in and says, oh my God, what happened when she sees Tom laying there with his belly all open? And then Grace calls 911, but then she turns into her split personality, Margaret, and starts saying, killer bitch, killer bitch, killer bitch. (laughs) That's when we see that now we're supposed to believe that Grace has a split personality and that she has been being this demonizing person or whatever. And her and Mary struggle. The, The blender moment was a lot. 
Remember when they were struggling in the kitchen and Mary's, uh, I mean, Grace's hair got caught in the blender oh, and then Mary, oh, <laughs> oh, oh that I'm rubbing the back of my scalp oh, right now. I, and I rewound it. I went back to, cause I'm like, wait, what happened? Was that a finger? And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It ripped her hair out and like, her oh, scalp. It, yeah, it made me real uncomfortable. So Mary, that Margaret starts saying she's the, the, the person, she's the survivor and so now it's like, oh, Margaret is this girl, Grace's split personality, which she developed when she was locked in a basement for all those years to survive, which actually makes, that's the only thing that makes sense in this whole right. movie is like, right. I would believe somebody would develop like a a, pers- a survival personality. Survival, you know? right. But like, she stabbed her husband. She screamed, kill her bitch, kill her bitch. She's fighting her off. She's like, just run. I can't. You know, they're struggling while while Grace is struggling to keep Margaret from killing Mary. And Mary's watching it all, kind of acting like it's, I mean, she's scared, but she's not acting like it's that big of a deal. Because when Mary finally knocks her out, um, she she holds her and 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 starts yeah. saying, I love you, sweet girl. And I'm like, wait, what? She just stabbed your husband like that this this bitch is crazy well right yeah she's been fucking your husband you're so you eat it. i mean all yeah sarah so they go to one year later and i'm just gonna wrap it up so just, that we can discuss them yeah, what we think yeah, yeah. because i don't okay. so because they go to one year later they're playing tom i guess survived the belly slashing they're having a nice time they're playing soccer <laughs> or something with the kids um she leaves the kids and goes to see Elaine's grave and leave yet another manuscript called Un- Untitled, just mm-hmm. sitting on top of a grave as if nobody's going to take that and steal it. Um, mm-hmm. And and then she goes to visit Grace to play cards, and because Grace is now in an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they play cards. They play crazy eights, which is like, uh, d- don't play anything with the word crazy in it with this bitch. Yeah, yeah, apropos. And then sh- and then someone leaves the building dressed the same way as the person who killed Elaine was. And we never see their face, so we don't know if it was Grace. And now Grace somehow killed Mary and got out and put on her clothes and her outfit again. Or, or I, no, I don't know. So I don't. No, if Grace never existed and Mary's completely insane, she imagined everybody and then she's in an insane asylum. Oh, wow. Sarah, this is way fucking deeper than I even like the heart wants what it wants. I wanted a simple movie and that's what I saw. I didn't see that Grace was a symbol or possibly Mary ever. Well, because she said, when I write, I become somebody else. And they brought that up a right. couple of times. Oh, absolutely. No, it makes total sense. But now I'm like, in my head, I was just thinking her, I become someone else was just this fucking paranoid version of herself, you know, or like a weird, like oversexed. But I think you might be right. Well, because I just assumed, not assumed, I didn't assume anything, but I, I took, because of the way I was thinking, I thought that Grace killed Mary and left the asylum. That's that's also what some people think and that's totally possible too. I I I I have no idea because 
if Grace was real, then they were making out on blankets and she was going down on her in the kitchen and that all happened. I'm going to lose my fucking mind if Grace was not real, Sarah. How do we find out? You can't. I've tried and nobody Sarah. knows. I, I there's. I don't know. I don't Sarah, know. Sarah, you've ruined my night. Okay, so you think that she was real and this was and she was insane and she had multiple personalities and everything that Mary. So you think that she fingered Mary in the tub? You think that <laughs> like all that's that's what I mean is like where did those well, now, things come from? Now then? that we're talking about it, no. And so, so what this would mean then is that Mary, Mary stabbed Elaine in the neck with scissors. Right. Well, but then, but then she was, okay, wait, but you might be right. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. All right. right. Now that I'm saying it, it doesn't make any sense that she wouldn't be real because Elaine saw Tom and Grace dropping off the kids. Elaine confronted him about something with Grace. So she had to have been real because Elaine saw her. Right? Right. Or was she confronting her about something else? And because remember they showed like Grace slashed the tires, but then they showed Mary slash the oh, tires. Like you know it what? You just made me think of something when you just said that. Cause yeah, maybe Elaine was over there talking to Tom because she was Mary's therapist saying, yo, dude, she's fucking off her rocker right now writing this book or something. Right. And maybe it wasn't about Grace. It wasn't even about Grace. Because then, and so when she saw Tom dropping off the kids with Grace, though, what was that? I mean, ah, uh, yeah, that's like the one. And they did go to lunch. I mean, I guess she had to have been real because they went to lunch and there wasn't a, there was no, he asked how old you are. But then again, I'm like, was this a whole thing where Mary was playing this part? And that's why he said, I don't want to play these games with you anymore. Was he protect, was she pretending to be someone? When they went to brunch, when they went to lunch in order to Bloody Mary, was that really Mary sitting there pretending to be this fucking Grace person? Or am I way too? Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, though, it makes the movie so fucking good if that is what. (laughs) I mean, it makes me want to watch it again with that mindset. Well, I don't want to watch it again. (laughs) So you can. And then you can tell me what happened because I'm still confused. I don't know. Well, so what what did you, did you learn? Can you... Can you disappear into the Reddit world and find some answers? Can we talk to the kids? I'd like to know who wrote this. I, it's not I, fair. I know. I, I want to know. And I don't now I'm feeling like I wonder if I'm the only person that made up the story that I just made up that Grace never existed. But I thought. No, I think I, that's brilliant, Sarah. I think it makes it makes way more sense than than all the bullshit. Well, also then like the she'll never remember this thing. I mean, it is possible that Grace did exist, but then. But maybe she, if she says she'll never remember this, maybe that's Mary's split personality. It's talk, you know, she'll never fucking oh, remember this. Oh, yeah. So she was seeing things happen that sh- her other personality was doing. I don't know. Well, I don't and then, know. And then it was sort of, for example, if Grace was real and the scene and when, you know, he's got these belly wounds in the shower and stuff and he's bleeding profusely and Mary's in there and Grace is like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry and or whatever and cleaning the floor and then Mary's like oh don't like almost like Mary was never mad at Grace for supposedly fucking her husband for supposedly stabbing her husband for supposedly all these things so yeah maybe but then again the ending wouldn't make sense because why would she be playing soccer with Tom why would she 
leave something on Elaine's grave and then go visit Grace. Like she, unless, yeah. So maybe she was great. Uh, maybe Grace was the only, the only multiple personality. And, but then I'm, but what I still don't know then if, if we go with that, if Grace was real the whole time and she was the one with multiple personalities, and all this, what happened and what didn't, did she like, why would she dream about the boob sucking and dream about the thing and then wake up and those things wouldn't be there? Was this girl, how was this girl fucking with her that way? And right. I don't, that's what I don't, I just, that it there's just doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't understand. Sarah. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I, in the beginning of this, you know, said that I think we're going to walk away with more than we came with. And then I think I always also said that it just makes me feel good to know I had the same questions that you did. Neither of those things turned out to be true. <laughs> and I couldn't feel more like shit about myself after watching this movie. Uh, I feel like we're, I'm going to get like screamed at and people are going to be like, what are you, an idiot? Of course, oh, Grace was real. Well, so I, I think I just like, I don't know. I just, I think I made something up that just, but it just, if she was real, there's too many questions that uh, don't make sense either way, Wh- whichever one was real or not. Than other, there's big holes in the rest of the movie. And that's what's really going to keep me up for the rest of my life. I honestly, like, I've never done the the deep dive, the Reddit dig, but I, I almost don't know how I'm supposed to put one foot in front of the other unless I do. <laughs> well, if you do, I, can you just tell me? Because if I go in there, I won't come out. Like this whole <sighs> podcast, this will be our last episode ever All because right. I'll never, I'll never be, come out of that Reddit dungeon if I get <sighs> if I start to get sucked in. No, I'm gonna have to suit up. I'm gonna put on a beer helmet. And I'm gonna just go in because <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how to. I okay. We're 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 putting a bow on this. I think Grace. I actually have no idea. I was going to say, I think Grace was real in some capacity, but wow, Sarah, this is where we're going to need, we're going to need some help with this. Yeah, no, I'm excited for the feedback and for our listeners to tell us, to just scream at us and tell us that we missed the whole movie. But I think also other people were confused from what I understand. I know they were. So hopefully, hopefully we sparked some discussion and hopefully someone comes to me with a goddamn ending because I don't understand. That's all I want. Were the kids real? Maybe she didn't fucking even have kids. Maybe. I mean, I don't. I mean, they didn't seem to need taken care of. That's for sure. But no, no. On that note, thanks for nothing. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was fun to talk about, though, because you really I. All right, everyone. Uh, You're leaving. You're leaving with no answers. Maybe more questions. Hopefully some laughs. Right, um, right. We'll look forward to your feedback. Please don't yell at us or call us stupid. Just tell us how confused you were yeah. and also maybe answer our questions or tell us if you thought which theory you guys were with, on, even though we weren't clear on our theories. Right. Um, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. We, yeah. we did I'm it. Gonna- this is all on this. You guys are the ones that made us watch this movie and we did it and we brought you a big hour and a half of laughs, but no answers. Yeah, yeah. It's time for everybody just to go take a bath and have a cigar. That's how we're going to put a bow on this bitch. <laughs> right in your house. <laughs> right in your house. Yes. Oh, Fridays. man. Until next time. Yeah, Fridays. Yeah. Fridays for Married, Married at First, First Sight. Sight. Tuesdays, whatever movie we end up covering, usually something Lifetime related or something. God bless when one of these gifts hit us. This comes oh. out. This is what happens. Um, oh Patreon coming. 
very soon. This yes. week, in fact. April Keep 1st. Keep your eyes peeled. Yes. Yes. Just in a couple days. So I know, I know. I, yeah. Thank you for, for dealing with me. And I, I got a lot to go think about. So I just, till next time. Go to your room and you. think about what you've done. Good night. I'm going to. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Thank you. Love you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> 